When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there, and welcome to Scout the Game Week. Scout the Game Week is Fantasy Football Scout's weekly podcast, brought to you by the Scout Network. In each episode, we will look back at the game week we have just played to assess what we can learn to help us in the next round of fixtures. I'm Ryan from Football Chatbox. Let's scout the game week. This week, I'm joined by Avi, FPL Kante on Twitter. Thanks so much for joining me today. How have you been? Not bad, not bad, Ryan. Uh, nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me, first of all. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that uh, we are going to have this big break mm. uh, coming up. Uh, excited for the World Cup itself, but also kind of hoping to take a little bit of break from FPL. So yeah, uh, all in all, not bad. That's good, that's good. Um, yeah, I'm also looking forward to the break. I haven't had a good... <laughs> the second half of this first phase hasn't been good for me ever since i wildcarded yeah. it's just been like a horror show uh so definitely looking forward to break and also to like refreshing the squad later on um mm-hmm. but yeah but before we just start um just to introduce our guest to the listeners so you also run uh, a youtube channel fpl under the radar um yeah with a couple other hosts fpl wrangler um yourself and zidane is dead zidane's dead yes yeah, yeah. yeah. um so apart from that could you tell me like how long you've been playing FPL and also what's your highest uh, achieved overall? Yeah, sure. So uh, I started playing FPL back in 2010. Um, I did uh, used to play like the other, like the World Cup fantasies, etc. Mm. since like 2006 or so like that, sometime like that. Um, started playing FPL in 2010, but has not been serious about FPL maybe like until three seasons ago. I yeah. was just playing with my friends. I did not even used to watch all the games, etc. Yeah. I was always supporting Chelsea, so I would use uh, you know, watch the Chelsea games and maybe some of the other big games. Yeah. That was about it. I didn't know anything about the data, all the things that we yeah. talk about these days that everyone has access to the data, etc. So yeah, just uh, took it casually for most part of it. I live in Michigan. Uh, mm. My other buddies, the APL under the radar buddies, they also live in Michigan, USA. So we kind of had this uh, mini league uh, three, four years ago that we started here. That's where kind of the competitiveness started mm. uh, amongst friends. And mm. that's when I started kind of taking it seriously. Mm. And then the OR thing also came uh, along with that, right? It was so basically it started with mini league, but then yeah. eventually when I took it seriously, I started taking the yeah, rank uh, as well. overall rank yeah. also uh, seriously. So, yeah, my best rank was actually last season. Uh, uh, I think it was like 38k or 39k, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
could have done better but uh, mid season it really plummeted like uh, after i especially from game week 9 when i captain havertz or sala oh. i did recover a whole lot from there yeah. but uh, yeah it uh, uh, my triple captain also i did not play it on sala in game week 26 i actually wild carded uh, yes, and then there was that chips that was yeah. split in those chips Yeah, I spent on yeah. those chips, and then game week twenty-eight. I was uh, most of the people actually bench boosted whoever wildcarded in twenty-six. Yes. I missed yes. that deadline. Yeah. So oh. I missed like a big haul from James Rees, etc. So yeah, but, but could have been better. But I was still happy because at the back end of the last season, mm. I got points from like Cristiano Ronaldo, etc. Kind of mm. uh, went okay, out of my double. way to get yeah, yeah, differentials, etc. That worked out nicely. So yeah, that that's the fun part of it, right? So. Mm-hmm. wasn't the best but yeah was my best season for sure last season yeah that's good that's good it sounds sounds a lot like what happened to me it was happening to me at the moment with <laughs> didn't captain harland yeah. uh, against united and then mm-hmm. it's going down and down now hopefully get to refresh the squad again and everything yeah. can be like go back again second half season let's try and absolutely uh, improve yeah. yeah so um apart from that how has game week 15 uh, treated you so far Yeah, game week fifteen was, of course, the deadline chaos, right? So mm-hmm. I was also uh, like many other managers. I was waiting for the uh, Man City news, yeah. and then I kind of had uh, in my head what I wanted to do. If Haaland didn't play, Foden yeah. didn't play, etc., etc., and eventually we found out that neither of them are starting. Um, so my planned move was to do Alvarez and KDB from Haaland mm. uh, and uh, Foden, mm. and. Uh, I actually did not use the app for a very long time so I yeah. did not even have my app set up etc so my browser was not working yeah. and then other people started saying that hey the app is working so eventually like in like 5 minutes of time I installed the app yeah. I or logged in authenticate etc yeah. etc et like all of those steps but uh, yeah happy that it actually went through I was not yeah. even actually sure until the game prefer yeah. that my moves actually went through but yeah it worked out well but I could have actually I mean, it's hindsighty, of yeah. course, but I um, could have kept Haaland, just brought, mm. could have brought in Alvarez for Bobby, so that I would have been better set up for game week sixteen uh, yeah. in a way. But anyways, I mean, these things happen, right? So I'm not too unhappy, and eventually Salah held uh, yeah, the last game of the game week, so at least that helped me recover the rank. If yeah. if not for the Kane goal at the last moment, I was actually Again, on a very assist. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I was a, I was on a, a green arrow of like twenty thirty k. That can return yeah. kind of plummeted the rank again. But it was, a, it was almost like a grey arrow. So I would not say yeah. in comparison to a lot of other people who captain Cancelo etc. Right. So yeah, that, true, true, those true. were the real real poor guys this game yeah. week. So yeah. yeah, overall it wasn't too bad. Fair enough. Yeah, I just really, I use a cane goal. I was like I was thinking about KDB assist. I was like no no. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah that goal. KDB assist helped, or yeah. whatever it was. I mean, probably it wasn't a pen. Yeah, but I'll I'll take it. Yeah, fair, fair <laughs> I'll take fair. any returns. From I mean, for yeah. me, I I would have taken it because I couldn't switch my armband as well. Uh, after mm. I saw the news, I was like trying to get forward and out. I didn't know if the move went through, and then yeah, because I was trying to do that so much that I mm-hmm. couldn't even do the captaincy. So mm-hmm. that's a bit of shame, but. One goal at least from Haaland. I wish he didn't take his shirt out because he was on comfortable <laughs> for two bonus points and then he got dropped for that. Um, yeah, yeah. But having said that, let's go straight into the City game. So City beat Fulham in the dying minutes thanks to a penalty won by KDB and converted by Haaland. What do you think about the game? And now you don't have um, what you call uh, Haaland. 
and Foden. Mm-hmm. But what do people who still have Foden do? Um, sorry, what do people who still have Foden, uh, due to not being able to transfer him, transfer him out, do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and also for those who went without Haaland, would you mm-hmm. re- recommend getting them back for game week sixteen? Yeah, I mean, first of all, the game I thought, I mean, all all of us thought that it was going to be a big win for. Uh, Man City, yeah. and if Cancelo didn't get the red, it probably would have been. Mm. And also, I think in a post-match, uh, Pep mentioned somewhere that if uh, they were already up three 0 Haaland probably wouldn't even come in. Yeah, even that's what like, I was thinking. Yeah, something right, right. So, uh, but so yeah, it eventually played out differently. It was one-one. Uh, eventually, Haaland came in. He actually scored one from the offside, also right, mm. and then he scored from the penalty. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, if uh, Cancelo didn't get the red card, it would have been an easy 3-0, 4 win, uh, yeah. 4-0 win for City. Uh, uh, so yeah, from that standpoint, I was a little disappointed that I didn't get the maximum from my attackers yeah. from yeah. KDB or Alvarez. But uh, that was about it. Uh, as for Foden, I would say, I mean, it's hard to guess now, but at least the interaction that I saw during the match between uh, Pep and Foden, I think it was like a through ball from Bernardo that mm. Foden didn't quite run hard enough. Yeah. And Pep was mad with him and also, Foden had something to say about that. So, yeah. it just feels like there is something going on in the dressing room between them. And if Foden plays the whole game in the midweek Carabao Cup game, and it's a hard game, right? It's yeah. a city, uh, Chelsea game. So, I expect Pep to field a very strong team. Um, and if Foden plays the whole 90 minutes, I would be thinking that he doesn't start again uh, versus mm. Brentford. Grealish didn't necessarily have the best game, but uh, Pep generally likes Grealish shots. So I, and uh, even if Haaland plays, there is a uh, chance that Alvarez plays right wing. Bernardo yeah, Silva is true. there, right? So there are tons of opportunities. So there also, so it, it just feels like almost like non-strategical thing for them not starting. Yeah, these league games. So yeah, I mean, if we hear anything definitive. Uh, or Foden, and again, I don't want people to wait all the way yeah, until the last 15 exactly. minutes or so. Uh, so make your move just uh, before that, at least 30, 35 minutes yeah. before the deadline. Uh, whatever you hear, if you don't know anything, I would say move him out. Yes. If you hear that he's starting, he's still a very good option. Right? So he's probably still one of the best midfielders, in, especially in that price bracket to own. But uh, if we are uncertain, just move him because there are other you can take mm, in the yeah. last game. Right? There is Kulsevsky yeah. that you can go to. Even Zaha has a good game against Forest, etc. Right? So there are other good things that you can do. So if you're uncertain, I would say move him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, City is the early kickoff again, which means people are going to wait for team news. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing yeah. over again. Right? Yeah. So I, yeah. So don't don't wait too long to, all the way until the late part of the deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, As for Haaland. Mm. Uh, I mean, I am in the same boat, right? As I just said, and so I transferred him out, and I knew this that I would want him back, right? There, it was not like that. I would not want him back. Uh, there is no way I'm going to go without him if I hear that he's ready. Of course, the yeah. presser, recent presser was kind of funky. Yeah, I don't know what I just to seen the quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he said that he's not perfect, yeah. or whatever that means, right? So Pep is Pep, hard to know what he's saying. Uh, but again, if we hear something definitive. Uh, that Haaland is not in the squad or something, I would not even worry about it. But if I hear, don't either don't hear anything definitive or hear that he's playing, yeah, I absolutely bring him in for a minus four. And yeah, I would say enough. that he is the only player that I would suggest taking a minus four for in this yes. game. Again, 
you don't have a whole lot of time to yeah. recover your heat etc um but he might pay maybe yeah maybe salah or uh, at max but yeah haland or salah are the only two players that i would even take a hit for yeah 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 fair enough fair enough i, I agree because just the, like the ownership alone itself is just like Oh, yeah. way That's too high that at, <laughs> uh, and i mean it's i'm sure that if haland does start he has a goal mm-hmm. in him so he could oh, probably yeah. pay that off even if you happen to put the armband on him as well with that um right. so moving on um arsenal continued their winning streak beating chelsea do you think we will own any chelsea assets post world cup given the heavy rotation um and also if you had to pick three arsenal assets to own post world cup who would they be Yes, yeah, for Chelsea as a Chelsea fan, uh, we are not in the best place right now, right? We did okay in the Champions League mm. games since Potter took over, but the league games have been very poor. This this was particularly a very very poor game. Mm. I don't know yeah, I was what Potter that. was yeah. thinking or what the players were thinking. It was all over the place. We didn't have. I think it was like point two five xg or something over yeah. the game, and uh, there was no big chance or whatever at all. We did not even try, right? So mm. I just don't know what what it would be. I mean, of course we are. missing a lot of big players yep. Reece, especially yep. kante uh kulibali kulibali yeah. it's a red defense is not in the best place uh, chilwell is injured now mm. so overall it's not the best uh, scenario i don't think anyone would own any chelsea player unless reese is back mm. uh, by then uh, i don't know but i saw some news that he might be actually back even for world cup Okay. Uh, like in a couple weeks or something like that so he did recover faster than uh, originally thought yeah so yeah if reese is fit after the world cup i would say uh, there is a chance that i go there yeah. because he is kind of that kind of player right so yeah. you uh, that high high upside player yeah. other than that i don't see anyone uh, from mm. that chelsea side True. to be in anyone's team um but yeah that that's where we are i mean the attackers i would i expected a lot more from sterling but again mm-hmm. i don't know quite Potter expects from him or what his strategy is with Sterling he keeps him playing in the left wing back yeah, role yeah that's what yeah out of place so uh, not much to see there either right? so, but Sterling if he plays up front he could be an option yeah. Broha maybe in the long term if i don't again Aubameyang has been pretty average le- less than average uh, whenever he has played Broha mm. has looked better lot better uh he is what i think 5.5 million or something so if he is a regular or regular ish starter at some point of time mm. he could be a decent asset but yeah I, i mean i don't think no one is going to go there for a longer time we need to see a lot more from a potter's yep. chelsea yeah exactly i think he's still trying to figure out what his side is like at the moment right. um yep. and cuz the premier league he knows a bit better than champions league so he mm-hmm. hasn't rotated as much in the champions league Correct. um but premier league has seen heavy rotation again there's also the january transfer window to come so we don't know what will mm-hmm. happen during that time as well true, you all might true. even sign another striker maybe ronaldo mm-hmm. goes that side as well you never know <laughs> uh yeah so a lot of things could happen so we'll have to see what happens with regards to that uh but yes i do agree rich james is probably the only player i would move for at the moment if mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. back fit because we know what he's capable of similar mode sure. in terms of like cancel or types of returns um right. so definitely would uh go for him if he was there In terms mm-hmm. of Arsenal, three post World Cup now. Obviously, you got the likes of Martinelli, who's doing consistently mm-hmm. well. People will probably have him, which leaves right. probably two spots. You probably would go a defender, maybe just because of the mm-hmm. numbers of ownership. Given a lot of like, Saliba is owned quite a lot. Um, right. You've got a few Ben White owners, a few Gabriel owners. Then mm-hmm. you have on the other side, you got Saka and Gabriel Jesus. 
So what's right. like this strategy for that? I think Martinelli is going to be again heavily owned. Whoever yeah. did not have him probably will own him post World Cup, um, just because of the value he offers right, mm. for that price bracket. Uh, I don't think there is anyone as good consistently and playing for one of the best attacking teams mm. in the league. It's just too good of uh, value, right? Uh, he necessarily hasn't like hauled for a long time. No. Uh, but he just uh, kind of uh, uh, just keeps getting some points here yeah, and there, right? Exactly. And again, so he's involved at least in the attack, so you don't mind having him. For the second spot, I mean, for from an attacker's standpoint, I think Jesus's numbers look better on mm. paper. Like his uh, underlying numbers look better. But Saka has penalties. Yeah. I do prefer Saka slightly over Jesus just because of pens. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus kind of seems to be missing all these easy chances, etc., here and there. But he will f- have his place, right? There is no uh, way that he loses his place, of no. course. He's a, uh, an important cog in that team, right? So he will have his place. But I slightly prefer Saka over Jesus. And I think for the third spot, again, because there are other mid-priced options, yeah. I don't think I would want to be tripled up on Arsenal attack necessarily. Yeah, fair enough. And I think the post-World Cup fixtures are also not probably that good. They're yeah. like Tottenham fixture, yeah. Man United, Brighton, etc, etc. So, not the easiest defenses to play against. Um, but yeah, from a defense standpoint, I would say quite again just because of his value, mm. the price he offers. Saliba is what, like 5.3 million yeah. now? So, if yeah. you already did not own him, if you already own him, absolute hold Saliba, yeah. I would yeah. say, because you have value invested in him. Otherwise, I think uh, White uh, is... Uh, mm. Too good of a value again for yeah. that 4.6 million to again one of the best defenses in the league. So, yep. yeah, I would yep. say Martinelli, Saka, and White. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I'll probably agree with at least White and Saliba is the like the two that you could probably de- depend on. Again, I mm-hmm. feel like um, if you if you're stretching your budget, White definitely. Um, mm-hmm. But there have been cases where we, like I've, I've had money in the bank as well at times, mm-hmm. or in Salah, Haaland, and a pretty decent okay. defense as well. So if you have money in the bank, I wouldn't mind going to Saliba because he does get it on, yeah. get on the bonus as well quite a, uh, true, quite true. often. He's a bonus monster. Yeah. yeah. So that itself could be very beneficial as well. Um, another Absolutely. thing I think we should probably mention is um, we don't know how far some of these teams might go in the World Cup as well. Uh, obviously, true. Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus have been announced for the Brazil squad as well. Don't know how far right. they will go. They should be one of the favorites as well for the tournament. So, right. coming back into Game Week 17, they might not necessarily start even Game Week 17 if they haven't re- like returned back in Possible. time. Possible. So, Possible. a few things to consider, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, those are some of the assets. I'm kind of like trying to focus this part on 16 and 17 because just because right. there isn't too much we can say about 16 with just one Game Week left. Right. Um, moving on, Newcastle once again continue to score so many goals. Trippier mm-hmm. and Almiron are basically first two picks, at least for me, uh, yep. from the start of game week seventeen as well. Would you go for th- who? So would you go for a third option, and would it be a defensive or attacking pick? Yeah, I mean, just from what I have seen in the past few game weeks, yeah. I like Newcastle's attack a little more than their defense, to mm. be honest, mm. because they're just scoring. Freely, right? They're yep. like scoring two, three, four goals every game. They're yep. posting two plus XG in yep. every game. That's... It's just not that they're accidentally scoring goals, no. right? They are actually attacking a whole lot. Mm. So from that perspective, I like Wilson. But that being said, 
Wilson is uh, very injury prone, right? Mm. Uh, as we all know. Um, so he's probably not the best long-term option if yeah. you're thinking about him. Um, I did not look at the fixtures post game week 16, but I think it's decent, decent enough fixtures at least the first few weeks. Yeah, so I would not mind having. Yeah, I would not mind having Wilson. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, if you are going for someone like Shar or Botman, Botman is still like 4.4 or yeah. something like that, right? It's still pretty cheap, and he seems to be the first choice. Also, I don't mind going there. Pope is a little bit uh, uh, something that we have to think about. He mm. did look like the best goalkeeper to own when most of the people wildcarded in game week eight and nine. Uh, but because there are better value elsewhere now, right, in that team itself, yeah. you may want to move out from Pope, maybe own yeah. uh, another goalkeeper somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, uh, absolutely. Trippier, uh, Almiron, I thinking that he would drop off at some point, but He's he just keeps scoring these goals. Yeah. That's like so frustrating. I, I was so mad when he started the goal <laughs> in the last Like, stop, just stop. But he, yeah, he's just not stopping. So yeah. I, I think, again, it'll be very unlikely because of his value. He's still like 5.7 or yeah, 5.8. Still pretty affordable, uh, yeah. Still pretty affordable. So I think most people would uh, want to own him. Yeah. And again, he looks fit. He seems to have established his place in the team also. Mm. That was the problem in the previous seasons, right? Because he was never quite settled down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but now it seems like he's more settled. Even with Isak back, I think he will hold his place. Even yeah. with St. Maximin back, I don't think he's going to lose his place just because of what he has done mm. over the last few games. So yeah, absolutely Trippier and Halmiron and hard spot is kind of coin toss, whichever yeah, way. Exactly, fair enough. Um, yeah. The thing with Callum Wilson, yeah, probably when fit, really good option FPL wise as well. Um, mm-hmm. The when fit is the big problem at the moment. <laughs> uh, but right. should, the fixtures are pretty decent, so I don't mind him as an option. Uh, and mm-hmm. also the attacking wise, like forwards are on and off this season, so I don't mind Callum Wilson. Just, and also Newcastle benefit from the fact that they don't have any European fixtures as well. So the squad mm-hmm. is properly rested for like a week or maybe like a more like more compared to the rest of the top six that they face. Um, mm-hmm. Liverpool, they beat Spurs 2-1 with Salah getting both goals. He has started slowly to find his form um, and without him going uh, for the World Cup as well, he's going to be fresh for game week 17. If you had mm-hmm. to rank like your premiums, would he be in the top two? For me, yes. For me, yes. Again, so my rationale is this. So, of course, uh, no no, even doubt about Haaland being the first option. Yeah. Uh, KDB is good. Mm. Again, uh, for a longer term, I don't rate KDB a whole lot because he's more kind of the assist guy, especially yeah. if Haaland is playing. He's not, he was more attacking actually last season when mm. they didn't have a proper number nine. He was going into the box a whole lot more. Uh I don't see him as an enticing option as for longer term. He's still a good appeal option, very good appeal option. Uh, but again, whenever you would captain Haaland mm. in any game week, you would you would never pick KDB over Haaland as a captain option, right? Whenever Man City has a good fixture, mm. right? So you are almost never going to captain KDB. So yeah. that's one yeah. downside for him. Uh, Kane, again, just... Uh, Cannot seem to stop scoring. Just keeps scoring like every time. Yeah, that's uh, what, these consistent. last last minute last minute goals, yeah. etc. 
but again, Spars, I'm not, as a team, I'm not too confident with them, how they're looking overall. With Kulsevsky back, they will probably be better. Yeah. But I think it's, again, that Son, Perisic, chemistry, etc. Conte still seems to be struggling a little bit with the best shape, best mm. setup, etc. So Spars, Kane, I'm okay with. But Spars as a team, I don't think is anywhere near the attacking potential of uh, City or Liverpool. Mm. And I think their uh, Liverpool's picture, just looking at it post-World Cup, is yeah. like Aston Villa, Leicester, Brentford, Brighton. Mm. Chelsea is uh, targetable defense right now at this moment. Mm. Pools, Everton. So it's Newcastle in game of 24. Yeah. So until game of 24, they have a pretty pretty good run. Yeah. So I I would absolutely I think want to own Salah. He looks more confident. Mm. Uh, confident, as you said, will be fresh uh, yeah. in comparison to the other players of yeah. post World Cup. So yeah. yes, I I would absolutely rate him as my second yeah. uh, favorite premium tone. Fair enough. Um, their defense hasn't looked great though. Defense is the only thing that I think probably still can avoid, even though the post-World Cup probably need to see. Right. I think it's a system issue at the moment for Klopp and also right. a few midfielders been missing. Um, yeah. Don't know what they'll do in January. Transfer window, will they go sign some players? We don't know. Darwin yeah. Nunes could be a decent option. Again, when he's on the pitch, he does get a lot of chances. It's just mm-hmm. finding that finishing boots or the final third pass is the thing that we kind of need to see. But I think he, mm-hmm. right now, if I was to pick a second Liverpool asset, probably would be him. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens in the World Cup and everything else. Things could change. Um, finally, Zaha managed to deliver double digits for those who kept him and punish those who sold him, like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a game to go against Forrest, surely you keep him now, right? Absolutely. There's no way you can uh, sell, sell him ahead of uh, Forrest. If you are about to sell him in 15 and did not because of the server crash, oh, uh, yeah, be uh, consider yourself lucky and hold yeah. him. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, again, uh, Zaha, I don't know why Vera doesn't want to play him up front. Palace just looks so much better when he does. Mm. Uh, Edward is a Decent striker and they look okay, but they just look so much better when Zaha plays up front. Yeah. And they have these other wingers, like Olise can play in one wing, uh, Eze can play in the other yeah. wing. It's yeah. not like they don't have other creators, right? Yeah. So Zaha necessarily doesn't have to be the creator. So yeah, I mean, if he plays, keeps playing up front, he just looks so much more dangerous. And uh, we all know how leaky Forest can be, right? So yes, absolutely. No, no way you can... Let him go. Even actually after post-World Cup, I think they have a couple of uh, good fixtures to start with Bournemouth and Fulham, something like that. Yes, right? they're, they're Fulham and Bournemouth. Yeah, that's correct. But then Even for, after that, it's like a hard run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to take maybe like a short-term punt, even post-World Cup, uh, even for that, Zaha is not the worst option. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, okay, so let's turn our attention now to Game Week 16. Captaincy, mm-hmm. now I was... Initially, I was going to say, like, apart from Haaland, but then I saw the quote and I was like, okay, now we need to wait and see him for Haaland. Yeah. Okay, so, but ignoring Haaland, what other possible captaincy options would you recommend for this week? Yeah, I think this game week was always, it was planned like this, right? Because the big teams requested to have yeah, easier games just, yep. pre, pre-World Cup, right? Mm. And Chelsea-Newcastle also was supposed to be easy fixture. Yeah. It's just that Newcastle is a better team, Chelsea is a poorer team now. But all the other big teams have uh, pretty easy fixtures. Mm. So, there are other captaincy options, right? So if Alan doesn't play, Salah has Southampton. Yes. Uh, and then Kane has... Yeah, uh, they don't have a manager. And Kane has Leeds. Leeds look very kind of 
out of place right mm. now. I mean, they did come back to win in the last game, but still they are very leaky. They look out of shape a little bit, right? So both of those games are also very targetable. So in case if you don't own Haaland, I wouldn't worry necessarily a whole lot. I mean, of mm. course, this is always worrying if he starts, uh, as I said in the beginning also, I, I'm very uncomfortable not owning Haaland. Yeah. But if you do own Salah, if you do own Kane, you don't necessarily have to go out of your place selling those guys to get Haaland back, you know? No, probably wouldn't I mean. do that, yeah. Um, yeah, so both Salah and Kane in uh, isolation are good captaincy shouts. Yeah, fair enough. 16. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'd probably agree with that. Those two are, if if no Haaland, those two are probably my mm-hmm. safest picks at the moment. Fixtures are also way too good to like ignore. Absolutely. Um, now, one final week basically left. Um, mm-hmm. So, before all the managers can have unlimited transfers to freshen up the squads, for managers looking to for for a player to punt on, which mm-hmm. ones would you recommend? Yeah, I think uh, there are a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one, we already spoke about Darwin Nunez, right? Yeah. So he, if you don't own him, again, I think Southampton is a very very targetable fixture at yeah. this moment, and yeah. he hasn't quite delivered the hauls necessarily, other mm-hmm. than that game week one. Hall that he uh, uh, he came in like after 60-70 minutes he still uh, scored like 9 points or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Since then he necessarily hasn't hauled but he yeah. has that haul potential. It is, yeah. You just feel that it's coming right yeah, at exactly. some point of time it has to come. And his chemistry looks very good with Salah yeah. and Parmenio. Mm-hmm. Parmenio is kind of dropping back at the number 10 role. It looks too good to ignore. So mm-hmm. if you can go there, if you don't have any other issues with your team, yeah. I would go there. I would go there to Darwin Nunez. I think he's the uh, best punt uh, yeah. for game week 16, if you can get there. Uh, elsewhere, um, I think the Man- Manchester United boys also look good. I think Marshall played like 20, 25 yeah. minutes in the last game, came in. So he should start. Ronaldo was just very poor. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any reason why Marshall wouldn't start. And Rashford also. Hmm. They link up pretty well also with each other. So I think that uh, Fulham game, Fulham is a Fulham is probably the worst defense in the whole league, to mm. be honest. Even worse than Forest you know, sometimes. So they're they're open. I would not say they're the worst, but they're just way open, way open. right? Because yeah. they yep. they they always attack. So that game is very targetable. So if you want to go there, if you are trying to get out of like a Mitrovic yeah. or like uh, Alvarez, maybe if he doesn't start, etc. In that price bracket. Uh, Marshall is a very good punt. Yeah. Rashford also, if you uh, have a spot in the midfield, very good punt. Mm. And then that last one that I would want to mention is Perisic. Yes. Um, if right. he starts again up front, yeah. uh, he may not because Kulsevsky is back now. Mora also played a few yeah. uh, minutes in, uh, at the uh, dead end. Uh, so he may or may not, but still is a decent punt. In mm. in case we hear anything from Paulo Keep or whatever, yeah. That he might play up front. I, he almost scored like two goals. Yeah, he, he had also. really he, good chances. Hit the post. Yeah, and he hit the bar yeah. twice. So uh, he is a very, very decent one with yep. punt for season. The matchup is well, good uh, if he plays up front, too good to ignore. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I agree with that. Um, if I guess if you have a midfield spot, even Kulisevsky is not a bad option because um, he yep. came, changed the game for Spurs as well. Um, mm-hmm. so he's also not a bad option apart from that actually there aren't too many other punts uh, yeah. maybe Alvarez again if you haven't got Alvarez yet and if we mm-hmm. kind of hear that um, Haaland is, is ready not, to start yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. that could also be another decent option to go for absolutely uh, so that's basically it um, now 
finally we'll wrap up with some quick fire questions uh from mm-hmm. the community um so first one is from um nehal uh basically i have two questions for both of you how tasty is darwin as a punt this week i kind of think we mm-hmm. answered that already answered that yeah. and if wilson is out who would be your under uh, 8 million forward punt for a week i think if i would say marshall probably mm. or or if you don't already own alvarez as you just said also mm. though one one of those two guys i think below mm. 8 million yeah true wilson wilson's picture is not the worst either chelsea is a targetable yeah. picture to be honest um but yeah, i think if you're just looking for a one week punt probably marshall or alvarez yeah true probably probably those two i wasn't initially thinking about marshall because i wasn't sure about the minutes still but mm-hmm. if i see him play a bit more minutes in the cup then he'll probably yep. play at the 90 as well uh yep. against fulham and also i don't think mm-hmm. he's going for the world cup or at least at this stage i don't think he is so he's probably not first yeah. part of the francis squad yeah. most likely yeah. yeah um but yeah those will be the two options that i can think of on the top of my head as well yeah mm-hmm. um okay next up is from blackwolf uh and he says mm-hmm. awesome we love canteen fpl usa so <laughs> uh rate these premiums in order of how essential they are for post world cup um sala kdb kane and haland Yeah, I think we kind of answered that as well, but I would say Haaland, yeah. Salah, Kane, KDB in yeah. that order. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Uh, and then FPL Theories replied to it saying, not them, it'll be uh, Gio Reyna after his masterclass <laughs> against England, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. And then um, next one is from Dichin, um, and he's asking, is taking a minus four worth it to get Haaland and captain or just go without Haaland? Um, mm-hmm. And then I just asked uh, who would he be replacing? He said like, probably metro plus cancelo to a haland plus white mm-hmm. possibility or a metro plus kdb to haland uh, plus a 9 million midfielder whatever midfielder yeah i don't mind that as as we also discussed about it the uh, haland is the only guy if he starts yeah it's yeah. what he is the only guy probably worth taking a minus for for this game week so right. i don't mind i w- i was also kind of planning something similar like cancelo plus uh either bobby or wilson to haland plus mm. uh, like a cheap cheap defender whatever 4 million 4.5 million mm. i don't uh, mind necessarily mm. um so yeah I, i don't see any issues with that to be honest if you want to go there yeah true i probably keep kdb though not sure if i'll um I'll yeah i don't want be... to lose i don't want to lose kdb that I, i would lose cancelo before kdb yeah that's the, what that's the... what i was thinking because the yeah, points yeah. potential is higher on kdb at the moment absolutely um absolutely. Okay so that's it uh so thank you for your time today do you have anything to plug yeah just uh, uh follow us uh, fpl under the radar uh, as ryan mentioned before me my buddies fpl wrangler and uh, zidan's dad we started this last year we we have been playing fpl for some time we always uh, used to talk about fpl anyway mm-hmm. so we just thought that why not do something with it uh, so that we can share with others also so follow us on twitter fpl under the radar also on our youtube channel uh, uh, we kind of halted a little bit for the last two three games but hopefully we'll be back after the world cup in mm-hmm. full force mm-hmm. so yeah looking forward to that and uh, hopefully we'll do good things yep. going forward nice uh, and also probably alma self will plug a bit uh, i'll be covering some world cup fantasy content uh, on my youtube channel football chat box mm-hmm. so if anyone is interested feel free to head over there um and yeah looking forward to that as well and to enjoy the world cup so that's it for this week's scout the game week we'll be taking a break during the world cup and after 
that we will be back looking ahead to the rest of the season. Thank you to FPL Kante as well and Green Aerosol. Thank you. Bye-bye.